0: Hey, everybody, it's Shannon with Everything's Hunky Dory. And today we have on Emily from Who TF Knows with Emily Rose. Emily, say hi.
1: Hi, everybody. Hi, Shannon. Uh, hey, girl. Uh, so hey,
0: can you give us, tell us a little bit about where we can find you, um, what kind of content you're serving us?
1: Um, Definitely. Before I do, I needed to tell you something. Yeah. Um, I recorded with Taria of What Else is oh, Going On podcast yesterday, and she told me to bring up something about, she was like, what time did she ask you to record? She said, and I was like, 9.30 <laughs> or 10. She was like, she was like, and what did you choose? I was like, 10. And she, and we just, I like just realized, and I'm an Aries as well. So Are she you? told me, yes, she told me to make sure I asked you about the half hour thing. Oh
0: my God. <laughs> okay. So I totally... I said, I didn't set her up because I would never do Taria dirty like that, but I kind of set her up. I was like, Hey, you know, can you record with me this week? Like, do you happen to have time? And it worked out perfectly that she did. Yeah. And I gave her the option. I always like to give an option, but I was definitely expecting her to pick the round, the whole round number. Right. She threw me for a loop and she was like, (laughs) we can do 1030. And I was like, and she was like, I definitely knew you were expecting me to go with the round number. So and <laughs> I was like, okay, I was totally not expecting that. But I love that you were expecting me to not to expect, expect it. Right. <laughs> so it was, yeah, I love her. Taria at We Go podcast best. Love her. Um, but yeah. So where can we find you? Yeah.
1: So I am on Instagram at who TF knows Emily Rose. That's my podcast Instagram page. It's still a work in progress um but it's there Same and <laughs> i mean running an instagram page is not it's not easy well it's not, not for me so for some people maybe yeah no it's not
0: for me either <laughs> me and technology we're not friends <laughs>
1: um and then i am on my personal uh, instagram at Emily Agogo. that's emily a g o g o and you can find my podcast who the can i this one? yeah drop who it the fuck knows with emily rose is the name of it it's who tf as in the fuck knows with emily rose you can find me streaming everywhere pretty much
0: all over the damn internet you guys yes <laughs> but today we are talking emily and i are going to talk about lularoe or Lula Rich. i keep calling him um, Rich just because yeah, I was never a you know I was never a customer of Lululemon, so I right. just, you know I just am referring to it as Lula Rich, right? Um, but I think everybody knows what we're talking about—the docu series on Amazon Prime mm-hmm. with Deanne and Mark, who are Deanne and Mark, <laughs> <laughs> who are quite possibly one of the creepier, more intimidating couples. Like I. I personally, and I'm not intimidated easily, but I think that if I was in a room with Deanne and Mark, like it was just me versus Deanne and Mark,
1: mm-hmm.
0: 100% intimidated. Oh
1: especially yeah. Especially
0: by Deanne. Deanne has Ramona eyes. <laughs> she <laughs> does.
1: She definitely has that crazy chaotic energy that is not where my vibe lays. No, and
0: then Mark has that like, very creepy quiet like looks like a really nice white haired white you know older white dude like oh yeah like hey no no that man I definite creeper vibes from him just like in a not even like he's like a creep but just I would never want to stare up against them I don't know fuck Mark yeah yeah. (laughs) (laughs) fuck him he I think of the two he is the less um, the less skeezy. Really? I think, yeah, yeah, and I'll tell you why. I, so okay. you know, the whole docu series starts out with Deanne telling us this obviously fabricated story about her mom going to the bank. Oh my god, this story.
1: <laughs> oh my god, this story. Sorry, go ahead.
0: I know you're fine. Like I don't know if you're if your imagination works on overdrive like mine does, but if somebody Mm -hmm. is telling a wild story like Deanne told. So it starts off with her mom going to the bank and getting a suitcase full of $5 bills, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. I don't think anybody watching this Lula Rich season one premiere or I shouldn't say season one but episode one premiere was buying this like right out of the gate I was like this lady's full of shit um and I'm just picturing this mom standing on like a curved don't ask why but in my imagination it was like a curved staircase and she was just yeah me too yeah (laughs) like wearing like you you remember like back in the 60s and 70s like women wore those like see-through fur line you know like house robe type things oh, like yeah Mouse sheer like just this like opulent woman throwing five dollar bills over the <laughs> state you know and like deans like who i don't know i hope nobody really believed that story because it sounds crazy but i mean maybe it is real just based on how crazy lula ended up right being so maybe i don't know maybe there is credence to her story, but
1: that's what I thought I was yeah. like I mean I I was like okay if this is a real story first of all like I had several different visuals so one was just like what you were saying like have you ever seen Oliver and Company it's a Disney, yes. Disney movie yes. you know when Georgette yes. is like walking down the staircase like that's what I envisioned sure. <laughs> like but then I slowly also
0: kind of like saundry. yes yes
1: yes and then but i was also thinking uh, another reference i don't know if you watch the kardashians of but, course okay so in one of the many seasons when courtney is throwing scotch shit over the balcony <laughs> that was also so it was like a you combination of the two yes, yes. And- <laughs> so Good. that's what i was thinking but i was like okay if this is true then to me, it makes me feel like her mom was, like, a bit unstable, maybe. Just, that just is, it, Like, <laughs> I wouldn't, like, the because that's just, like, a type of glorification of money that I think your average run of the mill, like, she oh. kind of sets herself up as, like, a maybe, like, middle class or, like, lower middle that's class. That's that I mean, That was yeah, I do, Especially and when
0: what, they, right. And right. Their families were both involved with Amway, I believe, Mm -hmm. you know, so they were kind of groomed to be in the MLM pyramid scheme type field from, it seems like childhood, but it was like when you were saying just now about, you know, like the vibe that you were getting, like from the instability that her mom must have kind of probably been in. I'm getting like toddlers and tiaras, like oh yeah, of, like because she <laughs> because she had all those sisters, you know, and she had a twin sister oh my named God, yeah. Diane. Which right. when she said when she, I mean, my first thought was Jesus, like your mom was not creative with that one at all. And even <laughs> she said it. She was like, my mom was not creative, but that leads me to, okay, am I taking? Any type of advice from Deanne on what the definition of creativity is? No, no. like you sold <laughs> hamburger leggings for right. like a ridiculous upcharge, but that leads me to you know, I guess she is kind of creative in a sense because yeah. she took she polished a turd like an yeah. actual turd, like she did, <laughs> <laughs> she did the unthinkable, right? I mean, yeah, you're. A young very pretty you guys Emily's gorgeous like she gives me like Disney princess vibes like porcelain skin just Thank Disney you. princess you know like
1: makeup is great
0: <laughs> I, she's uh, I'm over here looking like a bum and she's looking Gorgina yeah. but uh, you know as a young pretty individual with good sense of fashion I can tell <laughs> would you buy the like those leggings. Were you ever a customer of Lululemon?
1: Okay, so I do have like a personal story that I, if you want me, to, I can go ahead and share it now. Oh, we love it. Um, and it'll kind of we can we can get into bits and pieces yeah. of it later. But I have one very specific experience that I remember about LuLaRoe that I kind of. Like we talked about it on DM and I kind of said it to you. Like, I don't know if I said I knew someone who sold LuLaRoe or if I said I knew someone who was in an MLM, but whatever I said, I wasn't a hundred percent sure. I was like, it's something, if it wasn't LuLaRoe, it was very similar. And I kind of convinced myself it couldn't have been LuLaRoe because like, <laughs> you know, cause like that would be too weird because I don't generally run in a crowd of
0: people because that's a special if- circle.
1: Yeah. And like, and, and like you were saying, um, before we started talking, we were just kind of talking about the demographic that they were trying to reach. And I, you know, I don't know a whole lot of like mothers, like stay at home moms. It's just not like the crowd that I'm running in, um, socially. So I would never have come across it, but I, there was this one, I work at a school, um, K through eight, and I do behavioral, I'm like a behavioral coach, um, and like crisis intervention, uh, and the way our school operates. There's a lot of that. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> um, but my first year we had this kindergarten teacher and I just remember she, she had on some leggings and it's part of like how I relate to people as I, I give them a compliment okay. and I'm never being like flippant about it. I'm never just like, Oh, you know, you, you look, look so, so- pretty. Right. I like try to give like genuine compliments, especially at work, because I need, I need everyone to be on my team so that I can help them in their classrooms. So there was this kindergarten teacher. And I remember one day I said something like, um, and she's, she's very long-winded. And I said something like, Oh, I like your leggings. And I remember her talking to me about it. And I remember (laughs) thinking, Oh, there, you know, she, she's talking to me again. She's like, she's really nice, but she just talks a lot. Gotcha. And then I as I was watching this so that we could do this podcast, I watched the documentary like three times and I started having memories. And I was like, I really think that this might've been because I remember to her you. behavior. Yes. <laughs> I remember her behavior was so specific. It had changed. Like she'd always been long-winded and she'd always been kind of like, you know, peppy I guess kind of but like when the leggings thing started when I asked her that I remember thinking like wow her energy is really different <laughs> and then and then she started trying to sell them to me like it wasn't just like oh thanks this is where I got them then it was like the next day she like came with some and then she showed all... up at
0: school with listen, leggings.
1: listen she came and she brought like <laughs> some like maybe like five and I'm just like, she showed me, and I was like, oh, okay, you know, maybe. And she was trying to, then she started trying to recruit me, which I, w- I didn't realize at the time, but now that I've seen the documentary, I realized she was trying to recruit me because she, I was, working in school, you are not paid a lot. Um, especially my first year, I was paid, like, I really had been making more at the barbecue restaurant that I left to start at the school. That's so, yeah,
0: and I was teachers working... deserve the world. By the way, everybody listening, teachers are like the heroes.
1: And I am not a teacher, but I do like yes. No, but you are. You're hard. Anybody agree. who works in the
0: school <laughs> system, hero.com for me.
1: Well, but... I appreciate that. Of course. um I wish the government did more because That's I amazing. almost got roped into some Lularoe shit and shit, and that, <laughs> that would have been good. You were um, almost
0: slinging hot dog <laughs> leggings. <and> so. Like... <laughs>
1: this was the moment that I was like, cause she was really selling me on it. She was like, I know that you don't get even paid as much as teachers and you don't get, you know, like, this is how I'm going to like, I'm going to start a business and I'm not going to have to come back and work here. And I was like, okay. And she, we have like in the school, we have kids that are like considered high flyers. So they're like right. most likely to have like a crisis, have a tantrum fight. Um, tear up a room, whatever. Right. And she had one of those students in her class. And I remember responding one time and going in and she literally had boxes of like leggings and maxi dresses and all these different men. I just remember thinking like, this is so inappropriate. Like, I just remember thinking, oh my god, because <laughs> also like, she's not, a, she wasn't a mom. I don't know if she is now, but she was not. Um, and the demographic- So she was of, just like
0: wearing these pants.
1: She was wearing the leggings every single day underneath the little, you know, like <laughs> teachers have like cute dresses, but she was all the patterns and everything. And she was really trying to recruit people. And I just thought it was so weird because, like, yeah, like I was saying, the demographic of like our school and our community doesn't really reflect what- What Lularo Lula What for. their target is, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're like literally in- in the city of Atlanta. So, whatever you gotcha. can deduce from that, like that's not what's going on at our school. No, and there's so not,
0: it's weird. Yeah. I honestly don't know. So, I've, of course, I had seen them on social media. You know, we all got spammed with ads for hot dog leggings and, you know, like really? match your kit. You know, what the ones that would always pop up for me, especially when I would post photos of my kids on my personal page it would be ads for like the you know matching sets like mom yeah. and daughter matching sets
1: oh oh right because okay yeah yeah Sorry.
0: and yeah. so it but I never bought them just because I'm not I'm not anybody who knows me I'm not that kind of Mom, like in my head, the idea is cute, but like execution, it's not happening. Like, whatever's fastest and cutest to get on and out the door, and we're not going to look the same, and that's okay. Yeah, but the <laughs> community of people that it appeals to seems to be very, um, select and kind of isolated in a sense, yeah, I think, or like maybe not isolated, I shouldn't say, but like sheltered. Well,
1: yeah, because, like. um well because they're founded in religion
0: i would say the mormon the mormon religion is you know what lularoe is kind of it found it it found i mean if you watch the docu-series they talk about how they were reading passages from the book of mormon at those like janky cruise convention (laughs) like i would (laughs) i don't care who's footing the bill like if if it was Mark and Diane footing the bill for the cruise, or me, I don't want to go. Yeah, like when Lachey was saying, when she was yeah. like, "I did not want to go." I she felt the same way. It. I was like, that, "Look, this is a lot of weird shit on a boat yeah. in the middle of the ocean. I don't. Yeah. I cannot do this. Like, my soul cannot do this. No, no part of me wants to be on a boat. Or even I don't give a shit if it's Carrie, Carrie, Katy Perry, or Kelly yeah. Clarkson. And oh. poor poor Daryl Trujillo that
1: poor man bless his heart bless, he, bless
0: Daryl like we really need to get him you know some he deserves you should ask he he him with Kelly Clarkson because who doesn't want I look I'm not like a huge Kelly Clarkson fan but mm-hmm. Miss Independent oh yeah like it's a it, that's a that's a bop I don't care it what it really is about. like for any realm of music you know it doesn't matter what you're really into you can't tell me that's not an absolute banger of the song so oh I yeah so bad for him in that sense and anybody who had to deal with working in this type of environment imagine like when Lachey went to her interview and Deanne was like I'm sorry what are you that's that's not Lulero? and she was like right it's Chanel yeah. <laughs> like, here girl, take these hamburger leggings.
1: Right. <laughs> Could to you me, imagine? like, to me, that would be an even, that would sell me more. If I saw someone who is like,
0: really? like
1: fashion. well, yeah. Like if, if I know that you also wear Chanel, then like, yes. it would probably like throw me off the scent of how weird the the other shit is. Like, you know That's what I'm saying? Point. It's like, you see someone with like a Gucci, You know, bag or belt or something like that, but they're like wearing Forever
0: 21.
1: (laughs) Yes. Yes. Then, like, you know, it's kind of like, oh, okay, like, I get it. Cute, you know?
0: but I don't know. It could, I feel like it could go one way or the other. It could really make you be like, all right, maybe these are like some buttery soft, like life-changing fucking. I things.
1: do remember them being really, cause she had me feel really? them. Yes. Okay. Oh my God. And I remember them being like soft, but like I, I just, I don't really, I don't, I just remember thinking I could never sell these because I don't know anyone who would ever want them
0: (laughs) I don't either and I'm not like upset about that fact honestly like I am actually I had a kind of a proud moment because I went through like my friend Rolodex like my immediate friend Rolodex yeah and like my even like third branch friend Rolodex yeah (laughs) I was like I can't picture anybody actually that's not true there's one person hold on there is one person I'm clearly not going to expose this person because I don't (laughs) Appreciate it because right. I haven't seen her wear some off the wall shit like this in a while. But she did dabble in some very questionable prints, yeah, back in like the 2015, <laughs> you know, yeah. 2015, 2016 height of Lularoe. So yeah. I'm not really sure. I can't. I cannot press charges against this person for being a <laughs> Lularoe. You know, I don't. I God, I hope she wasn't a retailer. But either way, she might own a pair or two. Of Ro leggings um I
1: mean they weren't all like the very worst and like there was a trend I remember that was like Lana Del Rey was wearing like I don't know there was like a trend for printed leggings and I feel bad I don't want I don't want anybody that like works I for them
0: feel bad because fashion yeah. is impressive exactly you know, I wear some shit that I know people are definitely like I have friends who are like I could never oh, yeah. wear that like they'll say like I could never wear that but you can and I'm like I'm not really sure if that's a compliment
1: (laughs) I I would take it as such my friends say that to me too and I'm like oh I know I pull it off
0: (laughs) I'm like I appreciate you saying that but I'm like does that mean you don't like my fucking outfit though (laughs) is that what you're saying Like, oh my god (laughs) I I don't know that I have friends that could pull LuLaRoe off like I don't think anybody is successfully pulling off hot dog, hamburger, corn dog, any type of barbecued food print legging. No. French fries, I don't care. Pretzels, <laughs> no. Like <laughs> if they sell it at the Costco food truck thing at the exit, don't put it on your legs. Don't put it on your legs.
1: Exactly. Not now, honestly, I might fuck with some boiled peanut leggings because I love boiled peanuts. And like, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, actually. You're
0: I'm like, nice. merch idea. <laughs>
1: um Deanne call, call me I have a new print idea
0: right you're like hey Deanne hey Mark call me up I'm looking for artists since everybody either got fired or quit after all this legal mm-hmm. haha started
1: but apparently like people are still going strong like yeah. that's yeah. crazy Sarah to but
0: these women like with the fashion I don't know it just seems so wild to me that such a weird and juvenile concept for clothing attracted yeah. so many women in there I would say like 30 to 44
1: mm-hmm.
0: like they're kind of you know base demographic. I'm sure there were you know people on the outskirts of either end of that um looking to get in but when Dan and Mark were talking about you know joining any way you can when they were talking to the you know when uh ashley the third person ever the ashley latuha uh-huh yep uh, or lutaha i think i don't know if i mispronounced that i apologize
1: i Um, don't yeah sorry last names didn't stick
0: (laughs) yeah same i only knew them by the first names but um she's she is i you know i don't think she's very aggressive from what i understand online but Ashley the third retailer to join the company um was talking about how she joined you know she had just given birth to a baby she already had kids and the idea of buying in you know $5000 that's a lot of money a lot like a, a
1: lot of money they must have been working fucking over like i think a part of it too is like the the culture yeah attracted people because they had to have been working overtime to get people to think that you spend five thousand dollars and like now you're a business owner like I I don't know
0: yeah because it's not like I actually just shut down an LLC that I had um I was doing spiritual candles with like Chris you know healing crystals and stuff and it did not cost me $5,000 to even like start up with my own materials, like making myself. So I was like, $5,000. <laughs> I'm not, you know, I don't have an MBA. Right. I'm also not an idiot. That's sounds yeah. really funny. And oh my God. They tell you, they're like, oh, and BT dubs, like you also don't get to pick out whatever shitty leggings we send you. We're just going to like, send them to you and yeah, do your best.
1: Yeah, that was a part. There's a few things that I'm still and again, I've watched it three times. And yeah. I am a little unclear on a few things. But I, I guess my basic understanding is like that, like the whole and uh, sorry, I don't want to dominate the conversation. I just want to say like, I might need more information on how the unicorn thing works. Um, and I need more information on like how people got so amped up by the Facebook lives and how that was the whole thing. Like, I just want to know how people liked this, how that they got, much.
0: Like how they got sucked in. I think a right. lot of it was community targeted. I think mm-hmm. that it was, you know, because it was rooted in a church, you know, I'm not somebody who goes, I went to church growing up as a kid because my mom made me. So yeah. I know how churches function in that capacity where, you know, you tell somebody at church, like, Hey, I have this really good opportunity, or especially if you're not only in a church environment, but you are involved with other women who are also stay at home moms, like right. and you're making money or pretending that you're making <laughs> money. <laughs> right. And, you know, all you have to do is, you know, give $5,000. You can spend that. Like if a good friend of yours, like somebody that you trusted, said it to you and it was, you know, you're in a church. So there's a level of trust kind of amongst the congregation. I feel like, you know, assuming, you know, each other beyond like a simple hello. So I could see how it would spread really quickly within, you know, little clusters of Different communities. But um, I was reading this article earlier about their failure ratio, which -hmm. was something they didn't really talk about on the docu series like too much. Um, But on the 2016 income disclosure statement from Lularo, they said 72.63% of their independent fashion retailers in the United States were ineligible to receive compensation from Lularo. And then it was perhaps because they did not sell enough products. And it's like, (laughs) how is that possible that 72% of your company is failing, but you're profiting a ridiculous amount of money? If that's
1: millions, right?
0: Yeah. Like it went from a million dollar you know couple million dollars till over it was like two years that it was like boom billion status that one got the nephew mark
1: Uh uh-huh yeah yeah
0: yeah, that guy who was like (laughs) shooting leggings out of a cannon
1: who then went into the um bogus uh legal cannabis industry
0: i love how that lady took him down with the picture she was like this is a google fucking stock
1: (laughs) also she said reverse screenshot which i did not know was a thing and i was like what is a reverse
0: screenshot I i knew every that was that was i think that was the missing link of my how to catch somebody in some shit yeah. Like
1: I'm sleuthing like, I am that
0: person. I am me
1: too. Right. I really so, thought I knew it all. <laughs> that was,
0: she actually came through clutch with that information. We appreciate it. Totally. She made me sad though. Her story. I can't think yeah. of her name off the top. Cause I didn't put her down for notes, but she, she was one of the ones who it, she was the one who DN was trying to get to go down to Tijuana, which, okay. Look, like, Ugh. If you're getting plastics, if you are a United States citizen and yep. you live in the United States, I would strongly recommend, as do most other medical professionals, that you get your surgery done in the United States because we have safer restrictions and, you know, pre-certifications and all that sort of thing. Yeah. I'm definitely. If I'm balling out like friggin Deanne, I'm not right going south of the border
1: well you- I think that's yeah I think that's what was confusing to me I'm like well she was like yeah you'll save money it, I was like are you getting a profit somehow was she like in cahoots with the Tijuana but it surgeons went- like why would you why are you going why do you have to go there for other I, it, it I understand fast. it right it's like really got a
0: kickback I mean, I know, okay, for example, um, you know, I'm not shy about it, you know, I've had a breast augmentation, and Mm -hmm. I get regular, you know, Botox injections. Mm -hmm. And when you refer people, you generally get money in your account at the plastic surgeon's office. So she probably Mm -hmm. did have some kind of a kickback program, you know, I can't say for sure, obviously, it's all just speculative. But I would think that she probably had some incentive to drive all these chicks down, you know, to Tijuana, which I don't know. It just if you have money, why are you risking it? Was like kind of my whole vibe. But it just right. she just strikes me, just since we're still talking about DM, because I can't, she's just such an intriguing person. When she first started out with Lularo, she started as you know somebody who was selling dre- those dresses, those back alley knock <laughs> Those were definitely knockoffs. I'm yes, sorry. 100%. It's not like, I love how <laughs> she tried to spin it. She was like, yeah, these dresses were normally going for a hundred dollars, but I was getting them for 40. I'm like, no girl. No, that's not how that, like, everybody knows that that's not how that works. Like no. you were getting, you were getting counterfeit product is what you were getting <laughs> and you were selling it to people as though it were real. Yeah. And then you were collecting your coins. So she really was hustling before LuLaRoe became a thing. And I mean, she's yeah. a single mom. So I understand, do what you got to do. Yeah, it really kind of was like the birthplace (laughs) like those back alley dresses that was you know and then her daughter's asking her for maxi dresses so I really think between between Deanne and Mark she's the more dominant of the two and you can tell in their interview like her body language when he started to answer one of the questions and I can't Mm -hmm. recall because it wasn't like that great but she crossed her legs and like turned away from him like super mm-hmm. fast and I was like yeah. she's pissed like you could tell she seems very fiery to me so
1: yeah did you have a chance to listen to Ryan Bailey's interview with the I got about
0: 20 minutes in I got about 20 okay. minutes in yesterday was I'm so behind I've lately this has been my biggest problem for the last like I don't know I think we're approaching two weeks now I'll get mm-hmm. 20 minutes into you know my podcast yeah, and the school will call, or right. and I'll res- you know resume listening, and then the kids come home from school, or yeah. it's it's just been nonstop the last two weeks. But I know that you told me that he was covering it.
1: Yeah, and I ended up the listening. Directors. Yes, I ended up listening to it, and um, highly recommend if you guys yeah, um, if you guys haven't heard his podcast, he's good. But this interview with the with the directors is really interesting. And they talk about that moment where he, like, I'm not going to get into it because go listen to his podcast, but there's just an interesting tidbit about the moment when he interrupts her and, like, their process and editing that and everything. So that was really, it's really interesting.
0: Yeah, Yeah, it's really interesting. Um, He's really, he's got, I love his content, too. So I'm excited to finish listening to that, especially because, I mean, the directors, I'm sure, got to see... A lot more weird shit than we did. I mean,
1: yeah,
0: the whole thing was pretty weird. Um, so we were playing. My husband and I were playing a game. Uh, Mm -hmm. like we got on Google and we were looking up prices because I was like, "What do these sell for?" Like I was really curious. Like, what do? Just off the top of your head, if you had to guess, what would be the range
1: for like a pair of like leggings?
0: Yeah, let's say because it's Halloween right now. Mm-hmm.
1: Like, like pumpkin.
0: Yeah, 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 Um, Throw in a little Jack Skellington, you know, Mickey Mouse.
1: Oh my God. Well, I would assume those would be like super high, but I would think like pumpkins would be 15 to 30, depending on yeah. size, maybe.
0: So... It seems to be like 19 is my low point that I'm seeing, and 47 Mm -hmm. is the high point. Girl. Um, (laughs) No. Girl, let me, hold on. Do they
1: have pockets? Like, are these even marketable at
0: all? You probably have a pumpkin coming out of your pussy. Like, does it even matter if it has pockets at that point? (laughs) Like, I don't care about anything else. I look ridiculous. (laughs) Oh, my God. I don't know if they have pockets because they're folded all, like, perfectly, like, D.N. make sure. But these Disney ones, you can only, so I only see them in a pack of nine or a pack of 12. The pack of nine is $250.
1: And Lululemon is selling them?
0: Um, so this one is on Mercari, which I'm not mm-hmm. familiar with their shopping. They're like
1: a resale. Are they, okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I mean, like they're on Poshmark. Oh my gosh. I'm looking at them right now. There's oh a gosh. pair on Poshmark for $50. They're horrific. So they're used. There's like a, go, there's, I'm going to send this to you. There's yes. like... Squiggly ghost, and you know, they probably set it up to have one flying out of your crotch. Like, there's definitely a squiggly ghost flying out of this crotch. This is horrific. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're sheep 25, though. I don't know. I just, I really wonder about how these women, you know, when they were discussing, when Deanne was, you know, talking about like, well, if you're not making money, then it's because you're, you know, just the way that they talked to everybody. I mean, Mark didn't, Mark seemed like a dick about it too. But the thing that like really upset me and struck me as super weird was when they were talking about the differential of pay mm-hmm. between you know the like the whole the mentor coach trainer sponsor retailer, like the pyramid of yeah. the um the the woman who made fifty one thousand dollars in one month on a bonus
1: mm-hmm.
0: but blew it all like that seemed to be the pattern that I was picking up you know yes. she was the same woman and again I, I wish I I don't want to misname her so I'm not going to say her name because my notes are a little scattered sorry everyone but yes. um you know she was talking about going out to dinner and spending ten thousand dollars at the table like it was nothing and maxing up her credit cards and Buying two cars in one month and having like this lifestyle to keep up with, but then Mm -hmm. you're like not getting paid shit after a while, and Dean and Mark are taking all your money and do it. So why why would somebody stay? Is what I don't understand. Like
1: I, I mean, to me, what I again, and I said this a little bit earlier, and you did too. Like the culture, because. culture can't spell culture without cult <laughs> um which I don't want to be too loose with that but it uh, is like a technique very, like hyper yeah like <laughs> the part of the technique of a cult is to isolate people make them feel like to target people that feel already like isolated uh, or um maybe at a disadvantage of some sort or needing a community and then to bring these people into the community and then make them feel like they won't be worth anything outside of that community and then feel like they owe the community something. And so like, that's the only reason I can think because like it, all of the language is just like, cause I was going through and it's, it's cause it's still alive and well, okay. Like I was going through some people that are still selling it and the language is like, you know, this is all literally like it's all for you. Like talking about yeah. Lululemon, and it's it's very similar to like what a like what a Methodist leader. Christian or yeah, Oracle or yeah, Oracle
0: or and yeah. Oracle Christian. You know, like yeah. there's always not always I shouldn't say, but there was some like like it was almost like they were trying to incite not just fear, but like guilt.
1: Yes. Guilt. Like, that was a big thing. Yeah. yeah. But
0: like I- that one dude who was running the zoom training sessions with the woman where he yeah. was training her, how to say like, okay. And how are we not a pyramid scheme? Like, like, sir, you're not supposed like, this shouldn't, you shouldn't have questions like that. If you're not a pyramid scheme, people shouldn't be like, are you a pyramid? <laughs> like I've never right. had a job interview before. No. You know, no pyramid scheme if you're getting those vibes, chances are it is a pyramid scheme you know it is if they're telling
1: you that you're gonna have your own business or be a business manager or own a branch of a business in two and a half weeks with your training, it's probably a pyramid scheme or an m l like it's
0: yeah. or it's at least worth looking into yes. <laughs> before signing Just on double especially, checking right especially if there's a five thousand to ten thousand dollar i can't imagine what the ten thousand dollar package looked like um oh i don't know that was, so the family that really intrigued me was uh the coupon family um yeah. the uh, gosh what's her name hold
1: on i think it's um justin i think is the guy
0: I have it. Paul and Tiffany Ivanovsky.
1: Paul Justin.
0: So Paul, <laughs> <laughs> you're like Paul Justin. Whatever. That guy. The guy. The coupon yeah. guy. Um, so it's funny because I used to watch, okay, don't judge me. I used to watch Extreme Couponing. Me
1: too. They were like celebrities to me. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> I was, I was like, oh shit, I know them. How's my people, what so we <laughs> like used to sit and watch that show because I've been judged several times. People are like, "You watch this?" I'm like, "Yeah." They're like, "Why you don't even coupon?" I'm like, "I don't know. I guess in case I ever decide to start couponing, I don't know." I'm like, "I can't answer these questions," but I recognized them immediately. Like I couldn't place them, but I was like, "They look really familiar." Yep. And when they were like, "Oh, we were on Extreme Couponing," I was like, "That's where I know you from." Yes. And were you noticing that their house? Like they lived, they all lived in nice ass houses.
1: Yeah, I was wondering about that because at first I was like are these like are these like sets? Are we like is this like confessional style? But I mean, I would I'm assuming not. I'm assuming this must be like the woman you were mentioning earlier, Jill. I assume that's her house cuz okay, when I'm she wondering. said, "Now we have a two-car garage." She was like looking around like that was her her spot. Sorry. That
0: lady apparently is like of all of the shit
1: um yeah i'm excited uh, to hear your next episode because i want to know more i'm excited to
0: hear all the rest of it too because i don't even know like we've only you know skimmed the surface of what uh she you know like what her inside tea is but i just i don't know when i was looking at all of their you know i assume homes Mm -hmm. I noticed the common denominator was like, it. none of them looked like they lived in a shithole. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, Correct, and yes. none of them were actual, just like low-level retailers. Right. So I'm wondering if when they were filming, and I don't know if Ryan Bailey covers this or not yet because I haven't finished, but I wonder if when they were trying to shoot this docuseries, if they even reached out to the low-level people and if so, were That's they a just- a good question. To, because if you notice like all of their titles, like the, yes, obviously they all started as retailers, but right. the people on this docu-series all wound up being mentors.
1: Yeah, like the highest level. Yeah. Maybe it's because you have to, like in order to have a full scope of like the corruption or the, the connery of it all, like maybe you have to be- up at that level? Cause you've already been, yeah, I don't know. That's, that's a great question. Cause no, they really didn't show anybody who's like, like, you know, someone that I found on Instagram, sure, who's like that. still selling it or anything.
0: Cause I would just be very curious to know what their experience is like. I know mm-hmm. that it's kind of from what I understand and you know, I'm not generalizing anybody's religion or religious affiliation or anything like that, but I've heard that LuLaRoe is similar to Scientology in the sense that if you deflect, Mm -hmm. you're like shunned, like you're blacklisted, you're iced out, you know, you're not supposed to associate with people who leave the group and, you know, for for whatever reason, like it doesn't say that in the doc. And so it just, I don't know, to me, again, it all just ties back into like a very controlling culty like you know like when the one woman said that her husband didn't want to do it and Deanne was like well maybe you should get a different husband
1: like me like you f- should get a different husband <laughs> your husband is a rude
0: well not <laughs> only i you- i think they're actually a perfect fit not that i'm saying they're perfect people but i think they're a <laughs> perfect match for each other because they're both just warp speed off the tracks Another why did parent.
1: they? Why do they have so many kids? Like, why did they? Well, adopt you know, all those kids. I'll
0: generalize again, but you know, Morbins generally tend to have. Because I think that so that she had seven children when she got divorced from her first husband, That's and he had, I believe, it was two, and then I think they adopted five more or four. It was either he had two or three. But then the two adopted kids that they, two of the adopted kids wound up marrying each other, which I, and the way that they passed that off, like giggling, like normal, you know, like, (laughs) you know, what do we put on the invitation? Do we put, you know, mother of and father of, you know, bride and groom. And I was like, okay, so this is, this is awkward for everyone.
1: I needed so much more information about that. Like, oh I, every time I watched it, I was like, okay. Oh, well, they didn't live in the house together. So like, what's their age gap? Cause you just showed me a picture they and I don't know, like, what do you mean? And why are you adopting like full grown people? Like the whole thing to me was super, super. And we've talked about like, I don't have children and work with children. I can't and i know this is not everybody's viewpoint i can't imagine having um 15 children oh my within- god
0: <laughs> Oh, like I have two and it feels like 15 sometimes could you imagine actual 15
1: no and then the, was she adopting adults like because that's what it seemed like like there, like or
0: adopting... like nearly adults <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say they were older children that she had adopted which you know obviously everybody needs a home but totally she was like collecting them at one point it seemed almost because <laughs> she was rapid fire adopting <laughs> and seem very unhinged you know what I mean like it's okay you I don't know because isn't I I don't know enough about the adoption process personally intimately mm-hmm. I know people like close friends of mine like are actually in the process of adoption well not adoption but surrogacy um, yeah. same-sex marriage surrogacy so it's a different process um, it, it's hard like it's mm-hmm. not just something it's not like going to adopt like a cat at pets. No. Like they don't no. have kids like lined up somewhere on Sundays. So no. I don't know, it kind of, that made me question. I'm glad that you picked up on that too, because it made me kind of question like, how are you so quickly? Cause it was done in like a short, she was like, cause then we adopted this right. kid, and, then and it was hard to keep up. I was trying to take notes and I was like, damn, that's a lot I of kids. Mean, like, I
1: mean, <laughs> maybe the process for adopting like an older Like a preteen or teenager, maybe that process isn't as extensive as like a baby, like an infant, (laughs) but I still feel like there's like a great also what were they like what was their profession were they were they doing Lula because you have to have a certain like you have to make a certain amount of money in order to adopt and then to adopt over and over and over again. Were they doing, cause when they, they also said that LuLaRoe like started as like, you know, you know, it was very like.
0: Skirts only that. Point. Right. Maybe that's a good point. Cause she was slaying in those back alley dresses for, she said right. seven years. That's a long ass time.
1: It is. But like adopting like five kids on and then taking care, like just like childcare costs on top that's of true. that. I have
0: a lot of questions about that.
1: I do too. Now that I think about it, there's so many things. There's like seriously like six hours worth, but like I'm still stuck on the 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 brother and sister getting married.
0: (laughs) Yeah, what was that wedding like? Is it was it just a family reunion? You know, (laughs) (laughs) like. You guys were just like, you guys just like come over. Our kids are getting married. We don't even know how this happened. It just was all, but they passed it off just giggling. Like it was just, hey, no big deal. And I remember, um, did you ever see the movie Drive Me Crazy with Melissa Joan Hart? Yes. Okay. Yes. (laughs) How her love interest, like their parents at the very end, remember they were like getting together yeah I was like so now you guys are gonna be like step
1: that's like something I think about all the time well,
0: because those- I had step siblings too and I remember being like this is like I don't know it's just it's, yeah. a-, <laughs> me, it's a no I don't think right. that I just find it to be I know there's no blood relation but I don't know the way that they passed it off is just very normal it was very <laughs>
1: And also like, how tight do you keep your community that both of your kids were like not socialized to the point where they may have just like, I don't know. I just feel like, I just really, I, I'm also like, I work in an environment, like I'm single in my twenties and I work in an environment where like most people are married. Um, So I'm, I'm, I'm always like, damn, if I had a different job, like I would be more like maybe if I was like in a, you know young professionals environment I would maybe meet more people that way um so I get it from that stance that like when you're working in an environment or living in an environment where people are single (laughs) you might just be like okay
0: yo I like honestly
1: bye goodbye
0: that's a great point too I haven't really thought of (laughs) them even considering themselves that like hey this is this is unique. We can be yeah. respectful, like because I don't want to label people weird or whatever,
1: right? But like, and there just- may be circumstances that like, and and that's what they were trying to explain. Right. But I just, I just I mean,
0: bored with it. It wasn't happening. Not
1: for me. Yeah,
0: you know, I'm really okay. I used to be a giant. Katy Perry fan back when like Firework came out when she was going her. through her divorce when her. she and Rihanna were still best friends okay but i think everybody can agree that Katy Perry took a really hard left turn a couple <laughs> years ago i think it all happened with that haircut On honestly oh, like <laughs> that haircut for a lot of things and i'm going to blame that haircut for her career just really taking a hard left, but why does she always show up like because she's shown up at other sketch events too but you've got to think that they were spending a ridiculous amount of money to have kelly clarkson there you know she's yeah the winner of american idol season one she's I don't know if she's still on The Voice or not. I kind of fell off of that show, but I she's know- She's not
1: on The Voice, but her talk show is pretty successful. I
0: want to say, I know she just started that. That was this year, correct? Or is that- I, it,
1: Within the past, like, two or three. Okay. Yeah, it's it's new.
0: Just, I've only seen two episodes. It was yeah. cute. It wasn't really my, you know, it wasn't my lunch table to sit at. Right. <laughs> um, but I, I appreciated- her energy she seems like a cool chick
1: I mean she has like 20 years worth of of like number one singles under her belt so
0: yeah she's doing really well in life but yeah just the fact that Katy Perry and Kelly Clarkson agreed to do this confused me
1: well it didn't confuse me so much when I when the guy what was his name um not Patrick Uh, the, The nephew, the guy with the cannabis thing.
0: Oh, I think his name was Mark.
1: Mark. So when Mark was talking about it and like talking about how much money I was like, well, I guess to Katy Perry, if you're giving, if you're giving me the same amount, if the check is the same amount for this as it would be for like a, I don't know, high profile charity or like something like that you know maybe I don't know if charities pay for performers I don't know why I would even say that but I'm assuming yeah I don't
0: either I don't I'm not (laughs) not that I'm like somebody's paying some. like they're getting paid or doing something for somebody with a back end I'm sure to yeah I mean there's usually a back end I just
1: I mean it must have just been so much they must have been being paid a lot of money because like yeah Katy Perry in 2016 was high she's still high profile
0: so I looked it up and okay average fee is five million dollars for like to do a private event and is what I I was Kelly Kelly was seven yeah okay yeah and I was like that's tracking and that's a lot of money like that his so his name was Sam the nephew is Sam Sam. yeah Sam I shoot leggings out of a cannon Schultz um, um,
1: bridge over troubled water failed. <laughs> failed musical theater. Um, I just star.
0: I mean, he's. I he was a lot, but that his whole weed scam at the end. That really that was that was a turn I didn't see coming
1: didn't he also was it him that also was accused of like having several relations and he was like yeah that's not true and I was like unfortunately we live in a time where um your credibility being is is already bad as a man and like you're You're also associated the people that are saying it are also really not credible so I don't know what to tell you buddy
0: (laughs) get an honest vibe about that scenario you know i'm not calling him a liar but i'm just i'm reading the room and the room that i read was not spelling honesty to me so but he i mean well obviously he was trying to rope that lady into the weed thing and again i feel so bad for that lady because she really like went into serious ass debt but it's saying um let's see so sam schultz he Obviously, in two, so he was one of the co-founders is what they're listing him as, which is weird because they mm-hmm. didn't describe him that way in the docu-series, um, right. but his experience was in event planning, which would lead me to believe that he's the one who's responsible for Katy Perry and Kelly Clarkson. He,
1: he was, because he, he booked Mario Lopez.
0: Right. So I remember them saying, which I was like, okay, no disrespect to AC Slater, but-
1: that was a that was an interesting hard, one
0: yeah I mean I don't feel like he's a hard I mean I feel like he would show up for like a Doritos flavor launch party like
1: yeah I mean he he's definitely with his like e-entertainment career now like I mean he's still I mean I would still consider hot. that but that's like the honestly that's like the top tier that I would have to me, when he said Mario Lopez, I was like, "Oh, well, that's probably the, the biggest celebrity they could ever get is Mario Lopez." So then later, when they're talking about Katy Perry and Kelly Clarkson, I'm like, "That's that's different. Like Katy Perry's a little different." That's
0: what <laughs> I'm wondering. I'm like, is there a connection between you know? And I haven't deep dived this as much as I would have liked. Time is time is real, you guys. It is, um, <laughs> but. <laughs> I was wondering if like Katy Perry and Kelly Clarkson, like shared managers or shared like some, well, that's a good question, something that would have made it so same Cause since he was in event planning, maybe he knew somebody that was able to get Katy Perry and that somebody was also able to get Kelly Clarkson because they were represented mm-hmm. by, cause you know, it's all usually there's six degrees to almost everything and everybody in general, but especially in like celebrity world it's always just kind of like this person knows this but it's a you know just an ever-growing branch of people so I just was like kind of thinking that that might be the case but um they didn't really cover this in the docu-series either but Sam was also one of the people that Deanne roped into getting the gastric sleeve surgery for real
1: talking about it in this
0: Article that I have pulled up right now. Um the, the, this is such a shady paragraph. Sam eventually <laughs> quit in 2017, but not before he got the gastric sleeve surgery that other consultants in the company had claimed DN pushed them towards. Oh my like, God. So shady. I uh-huh. wish that my employer would be like, hey girl, looking a little thick these days, trying to go to Tijuana <laughs> and get a
1: gastric. Now, if they were if they if they like were going to you know fund the entire thing
0: uh- so it's funny the the article i'm reading is from the cinemaholic uh mm-hmm. it says here that sam is really sam's actually sharing more tea in this article it seems than mm. he's sharing on the docuseries he says that uh when the company first started you know how it started with maxi skirts how diane mm-hmm. on the docu series was like you know my daughters asked me to sew them a skirt because they knew i was handy and yeah <laughs> well sam says that when the company initially started with maxi skirts it was diane diane's sister her twin mm-hmm. sister yeah who made the first skirt Interesting. But apparently diane and diane had a falling out and Diane started her own clothing company called Epiphany, So I feel like we should do some diving into epiphany because- I want to
1: know all about it.
0: Yeah. yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready for it. And I'm kind of upset that Sam wasn't pressured. I mean, he was pressured to shoot leggings from a cannon. He's done more humiliating things in his life. <laughs> he literally. should have honestly just really thrown it all out there and been like, yeah, I got my gastric sleeve before I quit this- fucking pyramid scheme ass culty family company right and um oh yeah also diane is the og maxi skirt maker and she has her own why wasn't any of this in the docuseries
1: i okay first of all is it is it Piffany as in tiffany with a p
0: yeah well it's so it's like epiphany but just eh. so it's p-i-p-h-a-n-y Epiphany. I just so I'm curious to see what you know, and if any of you listening find anything interesting, put it in the comment thread on my page or Emily's. Um, please. Yeah, please, because this is intriguing. I'm really he. So he is under a cease and desist right now from Lularoe, nice. uh, saying that he couldn't talk to Deanne anymore. Mm. So he actually guess what? Guess what? Sam did. Sam, Sam is cutting up. you can tell by looking at Sam though like I told you I'm not getting honest vibes from him at all
1: so after
0: Sam quit he got a cease and desist from LuLaRoe saying he can't talk to Deanne so what did Sam do he went to work for Epiphany
1: oh my god
0: now i want to to know even more um in february of 2019 sam was charged with 26 felonies that included 13 counts each of communications fraud and theft by deception sam allegedly got people to invest in the marijuana farm that we're talking about and quote promised to double or triple their investments the prosecutor claimed that the farm was non-existent, which we saw in the docu-series. I wish they would have told us about this piffany though. We were robbed. So
1: I just looked up Piphany, and uh, I mean, like, because I want to be team Diane because Diane is like evil. But please
0: tell me it's trash.
1: That's <laughs> so bad. I some of them, and they're all on like like Mercari and, and Poshmark and things oh like that. And th- like a few of these are just. I'm pulling it up. I guess one of these isn't too, too bad, but like the prints, they're.
0: Ugh. I wonder if this is something, you know, I'm curious to see what kind of clothing they wore growing up, just because.
1: The startup family.
0: It's got, yeah. Yeah, these leggings are, oh, wow. These are terrible, you guys. Epiphany, check them out. Also the patterning and just the placement of the patterning is very interesting to me, Um, but it was really fun talking to you about your take on the LuLaRoe, LuLaRich docuseries. Um, You know, I would love to have you back. So I hope that you come on again.
1: Wait, I wanted to tell you one thing. Sorry. So in my, like deep dives into LuLaRoe culture on Instagram, like hashtag culture yesterday, yeah. I came across something called hashtag chalk con chalk is in writing with chalk. chalk. Okay. Yes. Chalk con 2021. And I was like, what is this? And so I click on that and I see that there's a, a there surely is a convention and I Google it. And apparently there's something called chalk couture. And it is essentially the, it's LuLaRoe for Stop. what are essentially like live, laugh, love signs. Stop. Yes. And so and like, the, there is like a chalk element about it. So it's like, it's like sticker chalk. So you can like rearrange it or something like that on boards. And it's like it's the like same the, like,
0: shit. You press on your wall.
1: Yes. Yes. And it is. That is the whole thing. And there's an article, guys. Googled this. It this is, is terrifying. It is terrifying. And and it was like, uh, why you need chalk couture in your life. But it's like a, oh. a whole culture. And I was like, this is where I draw the line.
0: Chalk <laughs> couture.
1: Chalk couture. Yes. Can
0: you imagine? No. Like, how do you take yourself seriously if you're like you guys so I have this great new thing do you want to start your own business at your house you can sell chalk couture <laughs> again if somebody's approaching me with that and then telling me I have to go to a chalk con fest
1: I mean I say all of that and then like knowing full well in the back of my mind that last Christmas I bought a bunch of sparkly um Christmas tree balls and put stickers and just made a shit ton of housewives quotes And just made a housewife's tree out of it. So I talk a lot of
0: shit. (laughs) That's therapeutic and cathartic. And like, it's on trend with, you know, since we've talked about cults, we can close it with cults or we've affiliated. We're not calling LuLaRoe a cult. We're not. We're just drawing comparisons that I think all of us have drawn ourselves. Okay. But if you think about it, and my husband and I joked about it when we recorded last week's episode this Bravo world, we're a little culty.
1: Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Like
0: mm-hmm. the, some people will die on the cross of the housewife that they love the most, no matter how problematic they become. And it's, yep. it is kind of weird at times. <laughs> it's like, you guys, like, this is not a deity. This is, not, <laughs> this is it's just not. a chick with a fat wallet who <laughs> happened to get scooped up by production.
1: Right. That's really,
0: All it is. If they're problematic, yeah. say they're problematic. It's not the end of the world, but it's it's kind of funny. I think the reason that the Bravo community took such a quick like liking to and, you know, fun response to this rich thing is because mm-hmm. I think in ways we all, we all know that while we are not selling hamburger leggings at home, I have fucking top shot posters in front of me. Right. Okay, yeah, so it's a like, little culty, but this is a fun cult, you know.
1: I I I think that this is way more fun. Yeah, and if you wanted to give me um, Luann mugshot
0: leggings, like
1: I would wear again, that. Call her at me, Deanne. <laughs> please, idea, I'm full of ideas. We're gonna
0: <laughs> On some mugshot, <laughs> like oh my god, coming <laughs> this <laughs> Christmas for her <laughs> Christmas cabaret, just in time for her Christmas cabaret, you guys. <laughs> um Emily, tell everybody again where they can find you.
1: Yes, you can find me at Who the Fuck Knows with Emily Rose is the name of my podcast. It's Who TF as in the Fuck Knows with Emily Rose on Instagram at Who TF Knows Emily Rose is my podcast page. My personal is at Emily A I am available everywhere that you can stream podcasts and I'm also on Twitter and I'm also on TikTok, but she's doing the most out
0: here, you guys.
1: (laughs) I'm doing a lot. And honestly, if you find my Instagram, you can find links to those other things because they are not nearly as interesting.
0: Definitely (laughs) follow her, subscribe to her podcast, leave a five-star review, and she will be back soon. We are going to actually on her podcast, we are going to discuss some true crime
1: yes the murdoch murders guys i am going to release an episode hopefully soon this week of like basics about it and then i'm going to have shannon on so we can talk about about the um the insanity that is this case happening or in south chaos. carolina we yes love it. We love absolutely
0: so thank you guys for coming thank you emily so much it was a pleasure having you and we will talk soon all
1: right bye